listening to the Dworkin Report. I'm Scott Dworkin. I can't tell you how crazy and insane it is to see Donald Trump invite Vladimir Putin to the White House before elections in the fall. What do the Republicans need to see? What exactly do they need to hear from him? Besides the fact there are dozens of icebergs floating around that are barely exposed at the moment, scandal after scandal after scandal, there is nothing good that's going to come out of Trump. He's never going to change. He's just going to get worse. It's all getting worse. And it's not going to it's not going to change. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what they're thinking. Everyone acts like they're terrified. You know, you got to wonder, why aren't they doing their jobs? Trump is not more powerful than them. It's supposed to be equal, right? Right? Well, today, as you know, Trump made it clear. He chooses Putin over America. He didn't even trust his director of national intelligence and tell him what was up. It was ridiculous. What do we have to do? What do we have to do to get him out of there? What exactly does Trump need to do to get booted? Is there anything that he'll do that can cause that? How many Republicans are actually compromised? Is it just a dozen? Why isn't one enough? Why isn't just one enough? Everything coming out of their mouths, everything coming out of the party, by their fearless leader and Trump and everyone else, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. That's what it is. This is ridiculous. This is compromising. This is wrong. I was recording today's podcast about Ambassador McFall, our former ambassador to Russia, about Donald Trump's casual portrayal of him on the international stage and sent its pushback today. But before I could even finish, something even more disturbing just happened. The White House sent Sarah Huckabee Sanders onto Twitter for the sole purpose, the sole purpose of upstaging the director of national intelligence, Dan Coats, whose truth-telling has been the sole counterweight for the Republicans to their grand old Putin party of lies and spin in the wake of Monday's treason summit in Helsinki. Let's recap here. It's been a busy weekend. It's only Thursday. The gaslight is so bright that if you don't know what Trump is trying to do here, it could overwhelm you. So here it goes. On Monday, Donald Trump appeared in a globally televised press conference to say he didn't see any way it could be Russia who attacked America's elections. And that's very clear, especially after Mueller indicted 12 GRU agents that ran the Guccifer 2.0 persona and helped he and Republicans in the 2016 election. Donald Trump then proceeded to act like Jeffrey Wright's character Bernard in Westworld, looking at the photo of his own robot schema, blinded to his true nature by programming, and saying, it doesn't look like anything to me. That's where he publicly offered up Ambassador McFall as a human sacrifice to Putin, Since then, the press has been on fire. What took them so long? Now they're finally doing what I've been doing, 
and what my producer Grant Stern's been doing for two years, critically exposing Donald Trump's compromising ties to Russia, and specifically to Putin. McFall has been on the airwaves almost nonstop in the last 36 hours since then for two very important reasons. One, no American should ever face the betrayal that he is facing. And two, in preservation of his own life because a foreign leader just targeted him for assassination. Then, the White House spent all day Tuesday working the mainstream press to convince them to do the one last quote-unquote walk back of final lies that Trump can get away with. While pretty much every cable news outlet that is not run by an Australian and named after an animal is going nuts, now that Trump, the traitor, has ripped the mask off to show that he's a puppet of Putin in public, as predicted by none other than Hillary Clinton. But Clinton was literally drowned out on stage by Trump and Fox News' Chris Wallace when she patiently tried to explain the difference between an American politician like herself and a Russian-owned and operated candidate like Donald Trump. Obviously, the memo didn't get out because it wasn't a stolen email. But get this. This week also happens to be the Aspen Security Conference an annual gathering of top national security officials for on-camera discussion with the media and quiet meetings amongst themselves out in Colorado. Definitely something that a Putin would keep on his calendar before scheduling a treason summit, when you think about it. And sure enough, Putin put Trump up to the task of going Charlottesville on the entire American intelligence community who, you know, doesn't think our country should have a new king be it Trump or Putin, during the very week they were all about to get together for a scheduled chat. Now this, DNI Dan Coates, Indiana Republican, whose fact-based reports about the Russian election attacks displeased Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump, was on live national television with NBC's Andrea Mitchell when she received notice of a surprise announcement. Coates is a professional. His reaction tells you everything. Say, we have some breaking news. The White House has announced on Twitter that Vladimir Putin is coming to the White House in the fall. Say that again. <laughs> you, Vladimir Putin, coming Did I to hear the, you? Did I hear you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be special. <laughs> <laughs> that laughter wasn't ha-ha laughter. That was a room full of America's most important national security pros simultaneously feeling uncomfortable for their worst reason. Trump blindsided his own director of national intelligence, a man he handpicked from the ranks of the Senate GOP. The tweet from Sanders where he invited him, Putin's not going to say, I'm busy in the fall. The only thing he's going to be busy with is interfering in our elections. So what better place to be than here? But more importantly, I don't know what's more insane. The fact that Trump just invited Putin to the White House or the fact that he thinks he'd still be president in the fall. Just to toss more stuff in the fire, the White House then followed up today's Treason Summit summer sequel announcement with more gaslighting. Now, incredibly, 
claiming that in the wake of a 98-0 to zero vote in the Senate, a vote that pretty well indicates that Congress has Ambassador McFaul's back, that they too, Trump's White House, categorically isn't going to deport any ambassadors for torture sessions in the hands of Putin. But I guess with the father of evil coming to America for a mid-election visit to the White House, which will happen on the eve of Paul Manafort's second trial for being a treasonous spy controlling a major presidential campaign until it was firmly delivered from Trump's grimy little paws into the cold grip of Vladimir the Czechist. You light it too many times, you run out of gas, or you have too much gas, and you light the flame and the room blows up. Today is that day. That is gaslighting. The week before the criminal trial of Paul Manafort, which starts on Wednesday, of his jailed campaign manager, the accused spy. Donald Trump turned America's foreign policy into a criminal defense strategy, while special counsel Mueller gets immunity for five, count them, five, five witnesses against Paul Manafort that we don't even know who they are yet outside of the other witnesses just on his tax and mortgage fraud charges. Five big ones. Five big witnesses. Paul Manafort goes on trial Wednesday in Virginia. Then he goes on trial in D.C. in September in the middle of the midterm elections. And Donald Trump, what's he going to do? He's going to fly Putin into town, cart him around, pal around with the dictator, this murderous thug, into for what? I'm guessing it's, Russia's okay, Paul Manafort's innocent. It's a complete political abuse of office, period. He needs to be impeached immediately or resign. Because on top of that, does America really want a murderous dictator visiting the White House after our public servants who actually work for the public, our senators, our FBI, our CIA, our military, hell, even House Republicans, all agree that Russia attacked America's 2016 election? Do they want to cart him around? People, this is what giving aid and comfort to an enemy looks like. This is what treason looks like. This is it. Trump should pack it in now because nobody knows exactly what Mueller has in store. But smart money should bet that we'll find out right after Paul Manafort's money laundering, tax fraud, and mortgage fraud trial finishes. One thing we know for sure is it's just going to get worse every single day that Trump is in office from every angle, from every way, and from every means. You can visit our website at dwarkandreport.com. I want to thank the hardest working producer in podcasting, Grant Stern. He's a, a patriot and one of my personal heroes. And speaking out with me, taking, you know, phone calls in the middle of the night. You can follow him at Grant Stern on Twitter. I'll tell you, you know, uh, uh, eve of inauguration, it's like 4 a.m. maybe inauguration day. I'm like, I found something. Who picks up his phone? Grant Stern. Christmas Day, Grant Stern. New Year's Eve, Grant Stern. 
at a constant, just a real champion. I couldn't thank him enough. Uh, I don't think I'd be able to do this podcast without him. So again, check out our website, dwarkenreport.com. And uh, thanks again for listening. I'll be back with a special episode with a great guest tomorrow. Onward! <laughs>